Welcome to Local Riffs, episode 22. Uh, tonight we're going to have a full house. We got at the pajamas, PJ Hausman here. We got at Dig for Life, Dylan Lorio. We got at D Nargol. <laughs> That's Dalton, baby. <laughs> He's back in this I'm motherfucker tonight. Back, baby. He's back. Um, yeah, we're waiting uh, like right now with. Um, for uh, Wiser the Morning Star out of Birmingham, we're going to give them a call in uh, shortly. Um, just waiting on a few things to happen on their side. Uh, we're just up in the studio, epping it right now. Uh, Dalton, it's good to see you back over there in that chair. Um, you can ask Dylan; he's tried to inch his way closer. And you know, I mean, I let uh, nobody sit in that seat. Yeah, nobody. If he said, "If I can't sit in it, no one can." Yeah. You know? Well, what nobody realizes is I actually I, I shit and I put the shit under the cushion. So if you'd have sat on ah, it, you'd have got shit. That's what that is. Well, that yeah. <laughs> we was trying to figure out where that smell was coming from. I was about to say. Also, we got PJ in the house. Uh, What's good? Fire ass local drummer. Uh, toured it. nationwide. Um, very good friend of ours. Uh, we've been in projects with him before. Dalton, mm -hmm. um, New Jack. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Yeah, that's and it. That's it. Project. <laughs> Sorry. Project. Project. Um, it's like the apostrophe s, right? Or like princess. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Um. Yeah, it's good to have you in here too. I mean, uh, Thanks, we've man. been we've been you know got together um, a little while back after being uh, you know kind of I guess I wouldn't say distant, but just not um, connected uh, like we were once were. Um, and it's amazing that uh, you know it took a local show to get to you know to to, to see that, and um, that was at the Siberia show with uh, Mars uh, Guts Glove and who else was there? Godo. Graham good and dough. Graham, duh. Oh, good dough. Sorry, good dough. Um, that was like Siberia's like birthday or something. It was like a twentieth. It was their. It was their twenty. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, it was their uh, first uh, year. One year. No. Yeah. <laughs> huh? It was so their, Siberia's been. Siberia's I, I could have sworn it was like the twenty twenty year. Been there for a year. Well, no. I mean, they opened up. They reopened. Yeah, after. they reopened. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And they've been reopened for a year. I was about to say. I remember. I remember seeing variants back then. Right. And like, yeah. what was, was it called? Siberia then? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's called. So they still serve food in the back. It was really good cheeseburgers. Yep. No, I saw Intro Knot and Gore Guts. I was like 2015, 2016. Oh, fuck. Back there, it was still saw. It was still called uh, Siberia. Hell well, yeah. um, you know, I'm glad we went to that show. And like I said, I, um, you know, we've been following Graham, and we know, you know, we both know Sean together yeah. and stuff. And um, Sean did the first twin span stuff. Yes. And um. I'd have to say that uh, Graham's been hot lately. They posted some new stuff today. Um, that's at um, the Parasite Skate Park in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a last-minute thing with Drim Band. Um, yeah. But oh. <laughs> what is pretty freaking cool is that this is quite literally the first time me and Dalton have been in a room with each other in the past, like, six, seven years. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a really long time. It's been a really Fight. long time. So it's been a, it's, how long? It's been it's like, like six, seven years it's been like at least. Six, seven years since me and him's even been in the same room together. Yeah, dude. Think That's about when that. we were still over at uh, the practice space what, off what, of Fremo yeah, and Jim's place. place. Yeah. Well, I mean, it had been a while when we saw each other at that show, and he, he was trying to stunt like he didn't know who I was. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh -uh. get that shit out of here. His, I was like, his own hater blockers on. Yeah, I had to stand Shame. closer to him. I was like, dude, that was the that was the first show I've been out to. And, in two years besides loathe in december last well, year well i was stunned because you was telling me about your incident that happened and stuff like that yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. you know uh, and uh, we got to talk about how jesse he had the kind of the same incident it was kind of weird 
But, um, you know, we're glad you shook back through that. Um, glad to see you back Preach. in the studio, too, Dalton. I mean, I, know. I had to take a mental hiatus, man. My fucking brain was not being good to me. Um, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad you're back. Like Aerosmith, baby, I'm back in the saddle again. <laughs> Appreciate that, Brian. I'll send you the uh, bill you for my hearing support. You gotta leave that in because it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We get serious for two minutes and then fucking Jimmy Eat World come in and ruin the take. There it is. <laughs> Brian needs to put the damn hater blockers back on. <laughs> well, you know the good news is is that the damn Instagram trying to keep up with that shit. It's you know it's kind of. Flipping through this, flipping through that, you know, because it seems like everything's uh, popping off. Um, and don't be laughing at my fucking production uh, experience, Peach. Listen, man, it, 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 when I talked to you on the phone, what was that, yesterday you called me? Yeah. I was talking to you on the phone, and uh, he was telling me uh, that whatever that show y'all just went to, he was like, Motherfuckers were coming up to us and like shaking our hands mm. and like high fiving us, dapping us up, and everybody was like, "Where the fuck brewery. is Dalton? Like, where's Dalton at?" And yeah. I'm like, "Damn, motherfuckers!" They're like, us "Have like we that met? Already? Let's go, baby!" Yeah, they were like, "Have we met Dalton? Have I ever met Dalton before?" I was like, "Sorry to say it, but not that I know of." No, but you will. You'll yeah. experience me. Just I'm back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back in the saddle again, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we just uh here in here up in it. Um. It's really, it's really cool um, that, and I heard this the other night. Somebody was saying that <clears throat> the scene might seem like it's stagnant or um, not popping, I guess, like it used to. But I mean, here this summer, man, I've seen stuff popping off like crazy, right. like numerous yeah, it's, it's new. Like I, say, I heavily just that's a. Bad hot take. I numerous had new, new bands that's coming a, out and cold take. Yeah, numerous shows. Yeah, yeah. We, we touched that on. Uh, we touched base with that on uh, episode twenty one. Yeah, and um, it's about the days, man. The days you schedule your shows. You know what I really not, think? Not only that, I think I think it has a lot to do with the damn um, the promoting, and we had mentioned mm-hmm. that also because sometimes you go mm-hmm. into these pages that you know not the band pages, you mm-hmm. know. You know they, um, they they seem to me like they're pushing, you know, pushing it out as best that they can. Um, some of these venues, it's um, I don't know if it's a lackluster thing. I don't know if it's uh, if they don't have the personnel to kind of keep up with that stuff, or, or you know, or management or whatever. But and on the same side, I, we we follow a, a lot of venues that uh, that's all they do is um, promote. It, it, and that I mean, I'm talking all day long. We mm-hmm. see, and, and that's why, I, and I'll kind of go back to that thing with the um, with the scene kind of stagnant. Um, what do you think, BJ? I mean, because we've we've been talking at least another like the last two weeks of how at least. day 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 this tonight this tonight all this stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, um, how do you feel about that? If you ask me, I really think it's the the amount of venues out between the South Shore and North Shore area right now. Like, I remember starting out in bands and, like, only having to go to, like, the Corner Pub. Right. And then maybe, like, I started playing whenever the high ground shut down, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, that was it. And then there was maybe the Brick House and Homa. But now there's, like, there's more than a couple of handful of, of venues out there that are going to take, especially just the rock and metal scene, alternative right. scene in general. 
Yeah, there's that, a lot more venues than there used to be. But they're, well, they're it's really promoting. funny about that high grounds shit. That band Eternal Absence I was in, we actually played the last show that was ever played at the high grounds. I we, think we yeah. played that show. Right. Well, I mean, I got a question. I mean, uh, before before all this COVID stuff happened, I okay. mean, how many how many honestly how many venues you had that you were friends with on your social media? Uh. Nowhere near as many as there is now. I mean, right. some of those venues are still kind of out there. Like, um, there's oh no, the Pop Shop at Baton Rouge just closed down a little while ago. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, that's yeah. a pretty. I, I was just about to, I was just about to give them out, and then like them, the Varsity, out in Baton Rouge, I think, and then there's a bigger venue in Lafayette. There's a is the Boomer Room still? Oh, yeah, yeah, Boomer Room. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that whole area, Feed and See, Boomer Room, but. The um, venues I'm listing is all we had to work with. That was yeah. like a 250, 300 cap room. And then now right. there's like Old Town Live coming back in. Also that, and I think since there is a whole bunch of venues coming back, I'm telling you, post-pandemic, everyone's just going to shows. Mm-hmm. Any age group whatsoever. It's nuts. Yeah. And and I was I was trying to hit on this, uh, uh, I guess, a, well, like a few episodes, actually, and, I, and I'll mention it again, but like, you go to those venues, right? Mm-hmm. And it seems like that particular venue has that particular crowd that Mm-hmm. That's the venue that mm-hmm. they love to go to, no matter who really is playing, as right. long as they have that live music. I don't want to say the you know like the the regulars or whatever, but um, some of those regulars be packing some of those houses. I'm yeah, talking yeah. like Holy Diver be slammed, mm-hmm. Poor Boys be slammed, and even if that's regulars, they having good business nights. And so far, so good. We, we we've seen some killer shows and all those little um, venues, I guess you will, because some of those venues are tiny. I mean, if y'all would have been at the Courtyard Brewery the other night, it was, um, but like a sixty cap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could have you could have squeezed about a hundred in there. You know, of course they had the the outside. Yeah. But that was a uh, you know the food and all that. But and you like, got to fit the band in there too. Yeah, yeah, that didn't matter though. You know, everybody was having a good time. The uh, the the bar they were fucking they were loving it. You know, and mm-hmm. um, and and it was a it was a big experience. And and I find this find that at a lot of, um. Like you're saying, newer venues also. I went to um, the Shelby Fest over here at Old Town Live a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I was expecting your typical Old Town bar. bar you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> this thing is a uh, is as you say, primo, primo. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I walked in, I was like, holy shit, you know? And it would have been perfect for the whatever headliner, any any band famous. What they got plenty of room on the stage to perform. Um, they just put the donuts in there a little while ago. I saw a bag of donuts. Yeah, they had a was crazy rock candy was there uh, this past weekend. Um, uh, they 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 got they keep it lined up, and plus they'd be having parties there because now it's Saints season, you know. So, right. Um, but um, Dalton, I mean, you 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 kind of getting back into the swing of things. And I, I know you you've been out, you know, the last you know few weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know kind of taking that break do you feel like uh you know you when you get out back out there and you know we're grinding the scene and 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 all that do you do you feel as though um that might be something that you've kind of needed or missed or just you know something that because there's a lot of stuff that's happened in the last few weeks as far as music new music coming out locally mm-hmm. and i'm and i go back to it i'm blown away how fast that i mean they, these guys they, they did their first show a few weeks ago you know just multiple bands they them went on a booking spree mm-hmm. most of the bands did um so i mean 
how are you going to approach the the scene? Are you going to come out there and get slaughtered with us in the mosh pit sometime? What? Um, I don't know if I'll be in the pit because I I get beat the fuck up real easy. Um, but um, I definitely missed it. Um, you know, it was just kind of a a mental health, you know, kind of break check. I had to really, you know, kind of sit down and and really get it figured out and really, you know be more in touch with myself and just kind of understand that, you know, uh, there's just some shit you're going to have to deal with. And, and I just better ways to cope. You know, my coping mechanism is, is self-isolation, which I mean, we just experienced on the show. I hadn't been here in a while. Um, but no, man, I mean, I, I, I kept up, I, I was listening to every episode y'all mm-hmm. was putting out and, and, um, I saw all the shows y'all were going to and like, it it was, uh, you know, part of me was like, damn, I need to go or I want to go. And then the the more dominant part was like, nah, man, don't do that. Like, you need to stay home and, right. and fucking chill out. Um, but no, I, I've I've gotten better uh, now, uh, figuring out how to cope with you know the bad stuff a little bit easier. Um, but no, I'm 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 gonna start you know, kind of hitting the ground running with everybody else. You know I mean? Saturday I went to, uh, y'all were at a show and then I was at the fucking hideaway. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of stitched that night, right? Yeah. Yeah. So our boy, uh, David Finn. Yeah. He's a, uh, he's a, he's a regular on the show. And, um, I think we, well, we had, um, <clears throat> some interview from stitch. <coughs> they, uh, the drummer and the bass player. And, uh, we was back there at the hideaway. you know, we was just epping and stuff, but, um, we had also had Dave call in and kind of, you know, run it with us about what he thought about the show. Mm-hmm. And um, and we had another cover band on that episode also, 21 Front Street. But Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, they, you know, kind of talk about like how you were saying earlier about, you know, the covers and, you know, you, I think that, that even that's making a comeback. I mean, like, oh, yeah. like uh, not really just like your classic rock kind of covers because those are always going to live forever. Those are like, legendary kind of um songs especially if people can play them you know i hate mm-hmm. to say classic rock like that but um you go into your grunge we'll go into like stitch and mm-hmm. or even that 90s rock um you know to pull it off is is a feat i think yeah and, the, kurt, um, the kurt loaders yeah the, kurt Loder, the guitar yeah. player for stitch was the guitar player for the kurt loaders mm-hmm. and they did all like 90s cover like fucking uh creed and and mm-hmm. you know just whatever they could pull out of their ass like alice in chains and and you know all the you know not super heavy stuff but more like grungy and like yeah. hard rock stuff and the radio got, rock yeah, yeah and then it's like dad rock pretty much as right. we say the post grunge rock post grunge yeah, pretty much yeah but then you got other bands like Bag of Donuts and 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 uh, the Chiwis and the Molly Ringwalds yeah but they stay up to like they, current top forty you yeah know? they're they're they stay as current as they can yeah. but then they'll still pull like the you know uh whatever's popular in the mid 80s right. yeah, late 70s mid just 80s. whatever's popular at the people pub. like yeah get the people jumping but um i mean i mean that's got to be a that's got to be a hard task to you know cover a song and you know the reaction from the crowd i mean it's probably it it seems like it would be a little harder to please the people that are listening to the covers rather than 
I guess, um, something that they wrote originally, because you can find love in that mm-hmm. and passion and something like that. But, uh, you know, listening to a cover, I'm sure that, you know, bands that play covers is uh, it's That's- pretty pretty rough on them sometimes if they you know i mean especially if they're doing like the three critique. four hour shows every day yeah, right you gotta think I mean, well, I mean, how many french quarter bands are yeah. playing tonight you yeah know? i mean <laughs> right i've you know 30 i've, I've never been against you know cover bands um i don't know if i could ever do it because i feel like there's a lot more pressure Exactly. Because oh, people yeah. you're playing to have heard that song a thousand times, and if right. you mess up or if you don't play it, you know, close yeah. to the original, they're gonna fucking dog you for it. Right. And especially it's gonna, each gonna, song. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure the critique is very rough. Yeah. There's in and out walking each song. You're probably seeing. They're probably seeing about maybe sixty to eighty people per two three minutes song mm-hmm. just walking in and out of the bar be like oh yeah that's pretty cool blah, blah, because they, even though they only catch like 30 seconds of it right yeah, so yeah. you have to entertain somebody for those 30 seconds you have to be like wow for 30 yeah, seconds yeah you really you gotta know? get on them mm-hmm. but, yeah I just, the I, infinite solo i would <laughs> i would much rather i'm stuck in a loop <laughs> i would much rather be in a band and play a bunch of originals and right. then maybe throw a cover or two in there so I'm just like some shit people know i mean when i was in the the new battle band uh we had um we played a cover by a band called uh, The Birthday Massacre. Um, mm-hmm. And then oh. we had another one that we played with Corn. Uh, we did a Corn cover. And, you know, they liked all the original stuff. But, man, I'm telling you, as soon as you fucking pull out that, that Here to Stay by Corn, that that opening riff from that, dude, the whole, the whole fucking crowd was going nuts. That's sick. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nuts. New Jack did, uh, what did we do, My Own Summer? Yeah. Yeah. And actually, then, and that's then, actually like the uh, the only song, the cover song that I know completely. Seriously, mm-hmm. damn. And then Damon Grimm did it six years later. Yeah. <laughs> the only cover I want to do now is fucking uh, "Territory" by Sepultura. Hmm. That shit's banging. Cause uh, what's his nuts? Uh, what's the name of that goddamn band? The one that plays the Hideaway, which oh, you talk about fucking, uh, four mag nitrous. Yeah, four yeah. mag nitrous did the, oh. does a cover of it, and dude, they fucking beat it to the ground. Those guys kick ass. Hold on, they, who knows four mag nitrous? I'm actually related to their bass player. Well, I know. Yeah, they played at the Hideaway twice. Yeah, well, I've seen them like three times this summer. Yeah. yeah, their bass player is married to my aunt on my grandfather's Oh, side. fucking Lottie Da. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah man. What's ah. up? What's up, cousin ah. from... <laughs> what's the dudes? What, throw a shout out to them dudes, man. They fucking kick ass. I have I have yet to go see him live. I feel so bad. <laughs> you're, missing, you're doing yourself a disservice because those guys fucking rock. Yeah, I need to. I keep on his What's his name? Guys. Kip? I think. I, I think I'm so. stretching. I think so. I'm really sure. I just want that guitar player's fucking Gibson Explorer, man. That thing looks fucking kick ass. I need one. All right, well, um... Well, I know one thing. We just upped it for 20 minutes, just like I said. Didn't it feel like it was an hour? No, but no. we could definitely keep going. Yeah, I know we can. <laughs> we're just um, waiting on Dylan has yet to light up. Yeah, it, well, um, yeah we're definitely going to. I don't to, know what um, to do with my hands. <laughs> um, we're going to take us a quick break. We're going to uh, contact Wiser the Morning Star. Um, get them on the horn. We're going to take us a quick break. Uh, this is episode 22, guys. Deuce, deuce. Yeah. And you dig it. Well, imagine it in an open 
Yeah, we're back from the break. Uh, you three guys are freaking hilarious, just letting y'all know, because uh, I'm pretty <laughs> dying in the break with that bullshit. Um, T. <laughs> um, we have Wiser the Morning Star on, on the call right now. Uh, guys, how y'all doing tonight? Doing very well. Doing great, man. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, uh, we had been communicating. Uh, who was it with Peter we had been talking to or just uh, different members of the band? Uh, partly me. I've been uh, pretty submerged into our uh, EP at being at Mastering at the moment, so I haven't had a lot of time to do a lot of our communicating. But, yeah, Todd here, Todd, our okay. drummer, has been uh, managing the messaging with you lately. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for getting us uh, hooked up with the interview. I checked out y'all's podcast. It is very well done. It is awesome. So uh, thanks for having us on. We really appreciate that, man. And, and it's good to you know hear the feedback from uh, an outside source because I mean we we usually just be um, goofing off and trying to keep it serious at the same time and just you know get our point across because you know Dude. our whole thing is about the music and the local scene, no matter oh, where yeah. that's at. You know. That, man. Yeah, and you know with us too, it's just like you know we're not taking this too serious, but you know the more success we could have the better, you know? Exactly. But yeah, I think you're doing a great thing. You know, uh, I was blown away when you hit us up because, you know, we're relatively new. I'm just beginning to put our music out there and, uh, you know, for have folks like, you know, hit us up and say, hey, what you're doing is, is good. Um, that, you know, that's pretty affirming and, and it feels like uh, we're doing the right thing here. Yeah, we, um, I, I actually, we had saw a band, uh, I'm, I'm sure y'all heard them, uh, Kamikaze Zombie. And, oh, yeah. And, um, <laughs> this is PJ so crazy. Uh, but but I I started following them on Instagram and me and the crew we started just you know we like to kind of keep up with the, you know our followers what they're up to also and we we came across y'all and and we, you know I was you know blown away and y'all is up and coming also I guess that's if you put it like that but um yeah that's what that's what we like to do we like to like you know out you know reach out um you know talk with people get to know them a little bit and you know see how the scene is in y'all's area and we. We try to uh, follow a few different, you know, shows and stuff that occur over in that area, you know, and via Kamikaze Zombie. And I mean, y'all are two different types of music, but, um, you know, cool We're nonetheless. Heavy at, heavy at heart, no matter what. There you go. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> you guys are, y'all are out at Louisiana, is that right? Yeah, mm -hmm. right outside New Orleans, yep. Anna. Okay, okay, right on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, I have to say, the music scene in Birmingham is incredibly healthy. Uh, you know, and some of us have been in bands and part of the Birmingham music scene for over 20 years. And I, I'd say it has never been as vibrant as it is now. we got tons of bands, and they are all, like, really, really good bands. Uh, so, yeah, it's awesome to be able to jump while it's thriving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were quite literally just talking about that. Yeah, about we were just scene. Yeah, in the previous segment. Um, like how Post-COVID, yeah. all the scenes mm -hmm. seem to kind of pop back off but they it, yeah. you know, every band you come across now like as soon as you see them one show they're like oh no we've got you know four albums out now because yeah. of that like they come out hot and heavy and professional yeah. as shit you know yeah, and, and getting yeah. back and getting back to you guys uh you know we're we was checking out the the, the tunes that y'all sent us um the song mother is just that's what you were saying pj it just that's amazing yeah that's yeah, better than some one. of the demos i have of oh, wow. bands on my phone yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you uh, guys. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, rate that shit. We want to appreciate y'all for uh, coming on and uh, also uh, giving us a little sneak peek. 
to that. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Hell yeah. Um, awesome, man. Yeah, thank you. Well, um, like I said, we'll just uh, we'll go around the, uh, the, the table with y'all and get to know y'all. If y'all want to just, uh, you know, say y'all's names and uh, tell us what y'all do in the band, we'll just sit back and chat and listen to y'all, man. Yeah, sure thing. So I'm Peter Tubbs. Uh, I am uh, the guitar player of this band. Hey, I'm uh, Ty Willoughby. I'm the drummer and the guy that uh, got everything set up tonight. Uh, thank you. Well, thank you, Todd. Muchas gracias. Uh, de nada. <laughs> there you, there you go. <laughs> hey, this is Joseph. Uh, I play bass. That's, that's about it. <laughs> Slap the bass. Um, so what, y'all are a four piece. Yep. Yep. You know, the bass player always goes last for some reason. Is that some kind of they're thing? humble? It's okay. disrespect. Not here. Not here. It's disrespect. No. <laughs> they're humble. I'm telling you. We love bass players, by the way. Hey man, yeah, Matthew Bearden. I'm just saying. Getting getting to the singing actually, um, that's what kind of, uh, maybe just like kind of turn it up even more because I couldn't really, um, with the music and the vocals, it was it was kind of like changed my opinion about what style I was trying to label y'all's music as, and I was kind of getting close to that older Jane's addiction. I'm an older mm-hmm. guy, um, but. It, it, it we got it. Uh, what would you said, uh, PJ? The shoegaze. I, it's super shoegazy to yeah. me. It's super like new, like the new age type of shoe core that's coming out. Not necessarily core, but like it reminds me of the uh, '90s shoegaze for sure. Yeah, I like Nikes. What's <laughs> 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 this? Nikes. <laughs> that's all good. Hey. Um, what what I mean, what kind of influence did y'all have to uh, kind of get that style that y'all have, and 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 has that been it? Because I've listened to some of these stuff on, I think it's a Bandcamp or SoundCloud. I think I listened to two of them on there, um, and it's pretty cohesive. I mean, it's it does have its own little, you know, I guess heavier side of some of the songs, but um, we like it. So, what, what kind of inspirations, you know, drew y'all to that style? Uh, you know, I taught back in the nineties. We were listening to Metallica, Chainsaw. Soundgarden all the time, and anything that wasn't heavy sucked. I love prettier songs as well, and it's thousands entered. You know, underground music was becoming much more popular. We got began to get exposed to a lot of really good music that just was not kind of in the mainstream realm. Mm-hmm. A band like Refused, or uh, you know, our local Palmer Hero hardcore band Haste. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, have a hardcore background we we have come from hard, post-hardcore and hardcore bands uh, evolved into harder rock as we were aging and getting better at singing um but yeah you know but we also love a lot of beautiful melodic stuff like the, this uh, sort of math sounding band from japan toe i mean that is one of mine and joseph's favorite bands and i mean they're just an incredible band you know they can turn on distortion the whole time um yeah I don't think they've evolved for me personally. You know, I've always wrote a lot of heavy riff kind of stuff, but you know, several years ago after my last band ended, I just was kind of done with music. I, I was burnt out. I was dead in creativity. Um, you know, honestly, I just thought I was done with music for good. And similar story to most musicians, you know, the whole pandemic's bullshit. Just a lot of time at home. I was like, well, you know, let me just pick up the guitar. Some of Todd and I's uh, old bandmates uh, in Selling Mary, we were talking about getting into 
writing some stuff, even though we live very far apart. So, uh, but you know, a lot of awful things happen uh, with the pandemic, including my mother passing away. And I'm sorry to um, hear that. Bless. Uh, so I don't know. Just getting back into music has been a really good uh, healing process for me. But you know, what I've we've put out for you guys here so far is kind of an early iteration of our band. Like it is kind of this. I don't know, more conventional sort of you know, clean guitar, ambient guitar, and some distorted guitars. But, I mean, we're kind of evolving into a different kind of sound. And a few years ago, I started listening to synthwave music, and I think that's really rubbed off on, on me as a rock musician. Like, I don't know how to play keyboards or synthesizers, but I have transitioned into turning my guitar into a synthesizer, mm-hmm. uh, including that song Mother that y'all heard. Uh, I don't probably couldn't tell because it's kind of blended subtly but that is not only a guitar but a synthesizer uh, that it, is going on with the guitar the whole time yeah it's definitely it definitely makes the uh the song more full because i mean i can sure. tell that there's i, I don't want to say a lot going on because it sounds like it's kind of minimal you know to get that sure. to oh, get yeah. that tone and stuff but there, i mean there's a lot going on as far as the fullness of um the, the whole band and and the vocals really set it off it, it, it gives you that just right at that mid-range constant um it, it's almost kind of angry but you're still getting a little power out of it but it's not mean sure. i guess you know um i really think instead of angry it's like very heavy like guitar driven heavy mm-hmm. it's not yeah. necessarily angry it's more so like a sorrow type deal yeah yeah it's very very just, laid back uh, very riff oriented guitarist and that's just kind of how i write you know my part of the music uh but yeah I mean, the stuff that's coming out after this EP is going to be very different. It is going to be much more of our synth uh, style of stuff. Like Todd, you know, he also uses electronic kits, so it's not going to be, you know, a lot of this future stuff isn't even going to be, like, uh, acoustic-sounding drums. They're actually going to be, like, 808s and 909s, like electronic sounds over synthesized guitars. So, uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to getting this EP uh, published so we could just move forward to the next scene. But yeah, what's coming is it's going to be a good bit different. It'll still be us though. Yeah, we're we're interested in hearing uh, the rest of the EP first of all, I and mean, we really, you know, if if you're going to elevate it a little higher than that, then that's that's going to be kick ass. Um, where's the rest of the guys at? They're in the back over here. Let me pass it on to somebody else. <laughs> Speaking of passing it right up, <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's... <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, we're just goofing off in the studio, guys. Uh, we're, we're I'm in the process of actually moving locations, so um, you know, once we get all that set up, man, it, you know, y'all aren't too far. We'd love to have y'all in studio at some point. Um, oh my God, that's yeah. where our our goal is for all the you know musicians and stuff that we we try to interact with is actually have them in studio because it's a better quality. It's more of a. I mean, this is really good. Don't get me wrong, because we're you know we're interacting uh, mono e monos. Um, but yeah, who who we got on the mic? Who's next? Oh, this is Matthew. Song, yeah, I like uh, the singer. Uh, a lot of, I mean, uh, so much of this is coming out of Peter's head, and, I, and it's kind of neat to just be given, you know, a track and an idea and play for myself, just sitting down with it and trying to come up with a narrative uh, to try to sing. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of cool to just be given something to work on top of instead of having to think about so many different elements is a cool way we do it right. yeah i mean I, I and see i really like like the the sound that y'all are going with um 
because me personally, you know, one of my favorite bands is Mastodon, and I mean, the first two records they put out were like screamy and and you know, burst a blood vessel in your brain and super super fast. No guitar solos because the riffs are too goddamn yeah. cluttered and fast. And you know, as they're progressed further on, it got more like uh, melodic. It got more like ethereal. There was more room to breathe, so you can put guitar solos and like more clean vocals and stuff like that in there. So I mean, I love some really heavy shit, but um, you know, I, I really dig the. You know, you gotta throw a little bit of clean in there. Throw a little oh, bit yeah. of sense in there just to kind of clean it up and just kind of break it up, you know, So because eventually, you know, it, it starts to get more monotonous and it kind of sounds the, the, the same throughout. So just kind of, you know, salt and pepper and that little stuff here and there and there, man, that's like, that's a recipe for success just right a there. Flavor. And it seemed like, it seemed like y'all realized that you didn't need that much to make the sound, you know, to make the song sound that, you know, good as it does. I mean... A lot of people, when they start messing with synths and you got all this experimental kind of stuff going on, you you kind of can tell that all of that stuff's happening at once or over um, processed or something like that. But no, y'all 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 hit the indie kind of you know nineties uh, right. West Coast kind of you know I, I guess you would say shoegaze. I, I don't I, we call it it's, stoner it's rock in a sense back. You know, right. I was a kid. Yeah. No, the other yeah. thing that I, I thought about, but it's not stoner rock. Well, just letting y'all know. Not, no, it's not at all. It's it's better than that. Yeah, I've got have got a I've got a perfect analogy because now I've I've been sitting here thinking about it. Uh, it sounds like a uh, uh, silver chair. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what I say? I said that's not meter. and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. I like silver chair. Right I yeah. talking about Frog Stomp in particular. Yeah, yeah, Frog Stomp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's my favorite album by, by those album. guys. Those guys kick ass, but it's very silver chair yeah. to me. Fuck yeah. All right. Fucking wore that silver chair album out. <laughs> by the way, Todd, Todd here, our drummer, he has the cover of Blood Mountain on his arm tattoo. Oh, uh, I've got I've, I've got the, uh, on my rib cage, I've got the what, half of the uh, uh Crack the Sky album cover tattooed on me. You master dog. And I had their, you know, I love Blood Mountain uh, and the stuff before that. Uh, Hell yeah. But Crack the Sky was that is my favorite album. There. That's that that's beautiful. one of those albums that that it, it, see me personally. I'm such a fucking Macedon stan. You know, I, I I don't think they're one of those bands, rare bands that comes around that they don't they haven't put out a bad album. And uh, definitely Crack the Sky is one of my number ones. Um, uh leviathan is a very close second um but that some of the newer stuff they're putting out though uh hushed and grim uh that new oh, album yeah. they put out was phenomenal uh, um and then uh emperor of sand right before that man it just it, from start to finish man i'm telling you it, if it would have been a physical copy of a cd or a tape or anything i'd have wore the motherfucker down to to nothing because I, I just i put it on and i let it play and it just repeats and repeats um and they're kind of one of those bands that i get inspiration from as a guitar player um i'm i'm very riff heavy i like a good i like a song that's got a really good punchy catchy riff like i can't shred to save my life and i it's it it's always amazing to see people that can do that um but i mean give me a good good old-fashioned you know really punchy catchy riff throughout That's the whole more, thing baby yeah like uh yeah, same. like uh what uh kirk uh kirk from uh crowbar mm -hmm. that dude's a fucking riff god you know and and 
you, he hits you with that and you're captivated immediately. I you concur. Know, so I'm, 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 I'm very much of a less is more type of type of guy, but yeah, I, I y'all sound is very, it, it's, it, it's not, I don't want to say cluttered because it's not cluttered, but it, it's, it seems like there's a lot going on, but it's not so jambled up that it's like taken away from anybody else in the band. So it's like a very good mix how y'all have got it set up so no i mean yeah yeah uh kudos to you guys for sure um the two yeah that, we were we worked, we worked hard to uh make sure everybody had their own voice yeah play. you can definitely tell you can yeah. definitely tell well it's evolving man yeah everybody gets it gets their own little bit of love and in, in each song and um you know nobody feels left out so that's i mean like i said I mean, kudos to you guys the two that we heard i mean if, if you know, once y'all, you know, really hits the ground running. started going off into a Mastodonian adventure. Oh, yeah. Adventure earlier. You, know, you, to, you know, it's interesting being around Birmingham because you run around, you run into Brent Hines around town from time to time. I mean, oh, I think he still lives in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. He, he's from, uh, you know, the greater Birmingham area. Don't tell him uh, that. That dude is, I mean, he is nuts. He's definitely calmed down a bit, but it's cool because pretty much every time they play in Birmingham, yeah. Brent pulls his grandma up on stage to – you know, get her, sure her off to the audience. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool, man. <laughs> yeah, she she. A little known fact: uh, Brent Hines' grandmother actually sings the deep guttural vocals on uh, "Blood and Thunder." <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I could see that. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, y'all don't don't tell me that, man. Y'all are gonna see some fucking weird guy out there creeping around Birmingham looking for this fucking. <laughs> Sounds guy. like you fit right in with the rest of us. I'm right, yeah. fucking right there, baby. Yeah, I've I've <laughs> run in. I've met him. Uh, I met him once at um, shit, probably about ten years ago. They played at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in uh, Gulfport, Mississippi. Um, I, I ran into him in the fucking casino, and man, he 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 was cool, but he was like spaced out. I was like, oh man, I'm oh, such yeah, a huge fan. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, 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 and he yeah. just kind of looked off. And Me I was too. like, mind if I get a picture? And he's like, no, man, well, yeah, we could take a picture, no problem. And I took a picture with him. He had his sunglasses on inside, and I was like, this dude's fucking high as high as fuck. It, it's fucking high as <laughs> man. One of my one of my coworkers about a decade ago 
ran into them at the Nick in Birmingham, and yeah, they wound up having a drunken brawl out in front of the bar. <laughs> yeah, they, nice. they can see that. And, and the funny thing is, is those, those <laughs> it's so weird that they got together because uh, the the bass player Troy and Bron were in another band that was pretty fucking kick ass. They didn't really go anywhere, but they were in a band called right. Four Hour yep. Fogger. Um, right. Yes. Yes. Those, those guys kicked a lot of ass, and then. Um, they actually got hooked up at uh all four of the members got hooked up at a fucking high on fire show which high on yes. fire is fucking kick ass off the bat because I, I like that drony awesome doomy style yeah, me um, too man but that yes. man that it's so fucking crazy because i've seen i've seen all of those bands i've seen all their uh you know inspiration uh burnt by the sun that's yes, another really good yep. band that's that's fucking very underrated um but i mean even even as big of a fan as we are for them um i feel like i mean and this is just my opinion i feel like they're really underrated like i, I feel well, like they don't get the love they deserve i don't want to cut anyone sure. off but i i had no clue that the Birmingham, it, like there's a tie there yeah to, i thought they yep. were from like outer space well two of them honestly. two two of the members cool. are yeah. from atlanta yeah. and then uh and then, hello, brent, brent who atlanta. else is Brent yeah. uh, and who's the other one that's I from? Thought, uh, I want to say I it was thought. Brent and Troy. Okay. I think it's yeah, Brent and Troy are from Greater yeah, Gray, so. Birmingham area. And then Bron. I will and, be the Jamie of this. Uh, Bron and uh, Bill are from the Atlanta area. Uh, See, I yeah. thought they were from New York. Because uh, Troy's from Atlanta, and then um, oh yeah, Bill is from New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brent, Brent's from uh, Pelham. Yeah. yeah, Pelham's a little uh, is a suburb south of Birmingham. Yeah, it's like the Bogalusa of Alabama. Bog. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking. You're gonna find crackheads outside. We live in Louisiana and Alabama. There's crackheads outside. It's the nature of the world, dude. I mean, hey, there's a forty. You know, my mom was from Taiwan. I've been to Asia. There's crack. I don't. I don't know what they're on over there, but there's fucked up people. No matter where you go in this world. So yeah, it's, yeah. It goes. it's all good, man. So they need love just like everybody else. If, if you if you live in a place where there's a lot of homeless, go kiss one. Go just go give them a forehead kiss. They don't need money. A forehead they need love. kiss. So. Oh, we got, what you got, PJ? So a lot of the band is actually from Atlanta, and then Bill is from New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I forgot. I thought, I, yeah, because I like Bill. Uh, that's I. I did. Um, we actually. I went to Dallas, uh, with my ex, uh, two years ago. We went to Dallas, Texas, and we saw Mastodon, Opeth, and Zealand Ardor at the Southside Ballroom. And man, that fucking show was top tier. Like that's probably one of my favorite shows that I've ever been to and they fucking brought the house down. That's another band that's really good. Zealand Ardor is uh they're like a I don't know how to describe them. They're like a black metal band, but they're like black metal, but they have like and I don't want to get us canceled, Brian, so just be careful edit this out if so. But it's like black metal mixed with like old-timey uh like uh African American like slave music where there's a lot of like chains oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. foot stomps and and sure, chain, sure, tribal sure. music, tribal yeah. music. But it's hey, man, like I mean black that, metal. that is the roots of rock and roll right there. Yeah, man. exactly. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of culture and nations quite frankly built on atrocities committed by mm -hmm. nature but yeah but, but see I now mean, we have think, like death metal growls well i so think i think I even was... those um you know in the the music community that you know that that feel the passion behind it and the emotion yeah. behind the music um i guess can respect any kind of i guess would you, would you say a culture divide you know within the music because i we go to shows it doesn't matter what kind of genre it is or anything like that 
from what we've experienced in this past, you know, couple months, um, it, it's every every time it's just like a like a community. I mean, it's it's been really tight knit. It's been friendly, and it's, uh, it's been really accepting. Of yeah, it's everything. A, it's, it seems yeah. like people actually care about yeah. going out to shows now. exactly. And the people that's there. You know what I'm telling you? And he- the music. Heavy metal shows are some of the only shows I've ever seen where, um, you know, guys can be in the pit absolutely kicking the shit out of each other. And then later that night, you see those same two guys fucking hugging and handshaking well, and drinking beers with each other. I know and, my and, guy, Levy Bell, yeah. loves Wiser the Morning Star. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, y'all man, right well, up his amazing. alley. Y'all are... Well, tell him thanks. That's awesome. Yeah, but yeah he... there's... Uh, I don't know. There's... It's almost like a fight club in the mosh pit. I don't know. It's violent, but it's uh, so loving at the same time. Yeah. There, it's like I'm, you know, uh, I'm scissor you kicking your. You're teeth not supposed to talk love. about it though. Yeah, well, exactly. Also you know, like uh, one. also like kicking back and not moshing when there's yeah, no yeah. mosh pit. Like, um, see, I'm more of a chill guy now. I don't get in the pit as much anymore. Yeah. But I mean, I, I like to enjoy the show. I hate I mean, to say, I, it. every <laughs> once in a while, I'll jump in there and get my little ass fucking just thrown on the ground. But as soon as he, and, and that's the other thing, as soon as you hit the ground. It's like the whole fucking pit stops, and they pick you up, make yep. sure you're good, and starts well, we up was like at, you know, uh, stop. We was at last Grant- pit I was in was at uh, Cannibal Corpse a few years oh, ago. Yeah, I got knocked down to the ground. Dude, the whole entire pit stopped to help me up. I was just like, wow, man, like this is just a beautiful thing. You I mean, all you had to tell me. us is just you went to a fucking. On me. All you had to tell us is that you went to a satanic <laughs> ritual. I mean, that's all you had to say. Right? <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> they just opened up a pit to sacrificing goats and shit in there. Well, that's the nature of the Morning Star. Nice. Yeah, you got. It. <laughs> yeah, that that well, actually, that that brings me to my next question is, uh, uh, how how did you guys come up with the name for the band? Like, what was the the process of thinking there? Um, well, I mean, I, I like the imagery of like Morningstar mm-hmm. uh, mythology and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's just also just kind of weird and spooky in a way yeah it's unique uh, yeah i, I mean, mean it, it's such thing. a broad uh well it could probably representation be representation like... in mythology you know it's you know some cultures you know they think it's you know morning star is venus obviously yeah uh you know some cultures it's like well you know this represents jesus some and a lot of people's like well it represents satan so yeah, i don't know actually. the ambiguity <laughs> ambiguity yeah i just like it because it, it seems like it's yeah, not we'll day or night that's what yeah I'm, yeah yeah right. it's kind of a neutral thing it's like yeah it mean, it, it, and I'm a, I'm a big proponent like i want to i want to have rock. like a very unique you know band name or whatever but i want i want us to come up with the band name and then i want everybody else to i want it to mean to you whatever you think it means to you sure it doesn't have to well, be you knew, the exact purpose you know when we started out uh we we were using the name kensho uh Joseph here, like myself, part Asian, he's part Japanese. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, his his Japanese grandmother you know, told about this uh, this word kensho, this this concept of a state before you ascend into true enlightenment. And I mean, it's just such an awesome and powerful word. Unfortunately, there's like several artists out there using it, including mm-hmm. a white hip hop dude out in San Francisco. <laughs> so I was like, you know, he's like, I'm one twenty fifth. Asian. Yeah, I have a friend who's an entertainment lawyer. I talked to him about it. I was like, you know, I'm not expecting us to blow up or anything, but 
you know, I know of bands that had a conflict of interest with their name, and I just don't want to deal with any type of legal mm-hmm. uh, repercussions of rolling with that name. So he recommended yeah. that we would change it. You know, earlier this year, we did a submission to NPR's Tiny Desk Concert, and I was like, look, guys, go. we got to yeah. decide on a definite name before we submit this because uh, we're really putting ourselves out there. And, you know, we thought pretty hard for a week about names, and I don't mm-hmm. know, this one just – it embodied us in a perfect kind of way for us. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. It's it's the the, the a... name of the band isn't completely crucial, but it needs to at least em- encompass the band. Like you can't yeah, I think go it out there with like reflects a, the the, yeah. the music for sure. Yeah, you can't go out there and sound like Napalm Death, and it's like, hi, we're uh, Fufu. We're gonna play some <laughs> band, and it just fucking death metal screams for 45 minutes straight you know it, it, you need to i mean hell that's like uh brian and uh pj and myself we're we uh we're in a band called new jack and it's n-u-j-a-c but it's cajun okay. the word cajun spelled backwards tell them what the oh, original name cool. was <laughs> uh but i like that what was the original name? All Rights Reserved. No, All Rights Reserved. The original New Jack, name of New Jack, Jack, baby. The original no. name of New Jack was supposed to be Stupid Zero. Yeah, Stupid, yeah, Stupid Zero. Zero. Um, and, I mean, we kind of fought on that one, so that kind of brought us back to, you know, our, you know, so- South Louisiana, like, Cajun French culture. It was like, oh, we'll just use New Jack. And, I mean, there's fucking a wrestler named New Jack, but they spell it's it a different, different way. Yeah. And it's stuff like that. So we, try to kill him, man. we were like, shit, man, like, we're going to run into some problems. And, um I mean, luckily no, we, we never, was, we that never was, did. No, that was um, straight, straight, straight roll, out of the brain. Yeah, roll, I mean, we've come up with, a, with that name. So. We've come up with oh, a yeah. bunch um, since then. We wanted to start like a more uh, deep, heavy, like doom, you know, drone kind of music, and we were going to call ourselves Doomwalker. Um, Ooh, and, and it's fucking. <laughs> it's just, and as soon as you hear it, it fucking it. It, it makes your fucking dick tickle a little bit, you know, when you hear it. it makes, your, <laughs> makes your nipples hard. Well, I thought about there was another band name I come up with called uh, Fleshgate, and it's uh, yes, and it's it's yes. basically just another name for uh, Skinwalkers. It's, it's uh, oh, Fleshgate, cool. and it's fucking cool. But I they shot that idea down. They were like. Oh, you can't use that because it sounds like flashlight. You want to go up there and like a bunch of. Like, like, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't say that. I thought Did it was cool. All the more reason why you should have rolled with it. Well, see, yeah. that was uh, my idea. My idea was I was going to put the fucking guitar cabs up on the stage and just fucking suction cup big old dildos to the oh top of them. Like, come on, man, let's fucking get it. <laughs> I would definitely want to come see a show like that. <laughs> like Gigi That's Allen just up there just taking a shit on stage, you know? <laughs> Really getting how, after how did you guys uh how did you guys come across our tunes that's that well no, I, I see i heard i heard about you guys from brian because uh i i was on a bit of a high um mental health hi, hiatus um so he was kind of he kind of keeps me posted on um everything he's hearing so i'll kick it to him yeah i, I um really i i just saw because we we like to promote no i don't want to use that word per se but i mean i like we like to make we like to support bands and stuff and like i said um i saw y'all uh with friends with kamikaze zombie and i just checked y'all's uh instagram out and boom you know that's what you know um you know if y'all post flyers and stuff i just i like we like to you know we like to share and support and you know whatever we can do to help because we you know we 
we we go out there and, and try our best to have a good range and you know like i said we came across i mean we just I love the fact that y'all go out to shows and report from the shows like that is really yeah. fucking cool yeah, yeah. i think yeah, that yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i mean it's like uh what is that fucking we're like the French in, Quarter in, Confessions. MS, MSNBC, <laughs> sure. man. We want to go to the fucking war zones, man. We're trying to get down in the mud, get the nitty-gritty Our going Our riff correspondent here. <laughs> Our fucking riff correspondent. And it's like, hi, Bill, uh, reporting live from the field. Yeah. And then somebody just comes in and fucking sideways scissor kicks you right in the head. Well, yeah, we're going to go. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go uh, with, see if we can get a hold of some of that when we uh, spruce down to Florida next week. Um, we're oh, gonna, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. We're actually going to go to Lake Worth. Um, to see sustenance out of Atlanta, but they're Ooh, down in yeah. South. That's I'd be about South Florida. I mean, that's right. a little north I mean, of Miami. That's like about eleven 50 hours. Miles. Yeah. yeah, not too bad. Eleven oh, hours uh, from shit. here, and then yeah, from, no from big there, deal. Oh, it's only no fourteen big hours. It's yeah. fine. we're gonna literally hop in the know, car. You should just cut across the Gulf of Mexico. You get a little yeah. quicker that way, maybe. Well, yeah, well we're gonna yeah, we're gonna roll yeah. there, and then swim there that long. When mm-hmm. we uh when we leave there, that's a Friday night. We'll leave there Saturday. Shoot to Tampa. That's like four hours away, uh, and catch a rave my boy karmic waves dj ken spinzy all those that's going to be pumping that's in uh well it's like st petersburg which is right. tampa area yeah but yeah. Uh, and, and then come on home yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do so a podcast right out on. there with the guys at the on the uh, at the rave um yeah so like i said we that's what we we should we gonna we i've wanted to come see y'all because we actually like birmingham me and my wife we um Shit, we vacationed there a few times actually. Uh, right on. And um, we we they got it's some fire ass. Yeah, they got some fire ass. Uh, yeah, they stepped up. up there. That, like yeah. I, all we, I remember really that I can you know the the little stat the Vulcan guy. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's there. Um, yep. And yeah. then where yeah, we, we went, were uh, our city. a turd of a town for years, and it really turned itself around over the last fifteen years. Well, where nice. we where mm-hmm. we went, it was like a like all brick buildings. Like it's you could yeah. tell they were old and stuff, but I guess that was like oh, yeah. downtown or whatever. But yeah, we was yep. shit. We hung out down there every time we've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we and and following y'all, I see y'all got some. They y'all have had some killer shows. I think. Um, like and we've only played two good. two shows so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. A while back, uh, I think that was that. I would have yeah. loved to have been at least one of those because that's right. when I, we first come out of that uh, Kamikaze Zombie. It was constructed. Sure. Mm-hmm. We we and we were we were really interested in kind of because when we heard you know people outside of New Orleans and stuff, you know, actually getting to talk to them, you know, from their because I know the singer he's from New Orleans, and um, okay. but uh, it was like, man, we're gonna reach out to as many bands as we can to go see them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, it just, yeah. it, it, it kind of happens like that. It's like a domino effect. So we find a band or a band will reach out to us and then we'll go to that band's page and we'll look at the bands that they're following. And then we check those bands out and then we follow those bands and then we check and who they're following. When he says check right out, on. that's like, we're going to go check them out. Yeah. yeah we're yeah, like I looking mean, at we, them like they're wearing a tight skirt, this, like this a really crazy. tight low cut no, shirt, yeah. you know? <laughs> No, well, you we, know what? Maybe, uh, maybe sometime we could plan, like, coordinate. Uh, you guys coming to Birmingham, and yeah. uh, you know, we can put together a show with some really awesome bands. Oh, hell we'll yeah! Call, and then, you know, if you guys just want to cover the ground here in the Birmingham scene, oh, know, we'd we love to. Some, yeah, man. Some of the awesome bands we have. There are so many good bands. Um, 
but yeah, oh, yeah we, very, um, we'd love to accommodate you here. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're definitely going to keep in contact and hopefully this uh, relationship continues, you know what I mean, which it will, you know, and oh, definitely yeah, sure. going to Birmingham um, is uh, not out the realm of possibility. I just you know, shared y'all's profile with a, a Rafford Media Group out in Los Angeles. Y'all y- y- go check out Center Shift and Mile and uh, y'all, okay. I think y'all love Mile. Uh, yeah, Center okay. Shift. Yeah. Yeah. Songs. yeah, they y'all i'm telling you they and we've had them on the show but yeah uh check out some of their stuff man because they love doing shows and we've uh kind of made a connect to like um shit they they cool with coming that through here on tour like like about a three i guess about a three bander that they would probably come through with of course right on and um but yeah man uh but yeah we 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 love having it we love doing it Y'all yeah. are cool for coming on. We really appreciate it. You know. Yeah. Um, oh, well, I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, you know, I I, I know. Uh, is everybody still there? Can we get a, yep. a, yeah, a still roll here. call or something? Um, <laughs> yep. You talking to us? <laughs> no. Well, you see like us. Old well, you deadheads in here. Y'all, y'all just y'all I'm just need dead you to sing your names in key. Um. Uh. <laughs> well, man, I mean, this that this segment right here uh, was uber clear, man. Y'all, y'all, um, y'all kick ass. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want to let in, you know, the listeners know, you know, what kind of, you know, way they can get in touch with y'all's music and stuff. We know, uh, y'all mentioned something about some releases coming out, uh, soon and, you know, trying to turn direction and stuff. But, uh, if you want to just, you know, throw out y'all socials and let people know how they can uh, get in touch with you. Find you where we can contact you show dates. If you got any shows coming up, uh, Oh yeah. Things like that. Yeah. So the spotlight is on you guys. Take it away. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. We have a website, official website. It is uh, wiserthemorningstar.com. Uh, we're mostly active on Instagram. Uh, Facebook isn't all that great for us right now, but, uh, but I mean, we, we do have a Facebook page. We do have a Facebook page. Um, yeah, we've been working on an EP for the last few months. I was hoping to have it released here next week. I don't think the whole thing is going to be done by then. So we are planning on releasing our first single next week. EP's coming out soon. Uh, our first single should be hitting all streaming platforms next week. Um, awesome. Yeah, hopefully in the next two or three weeks, the rest of it will release. Uh, we are playing in Birmingham next Friday night, September 22nd. Okay. Um, a venue called a Black Market Grill. Is there in Five Points of Birmingham? Uh, we'll be playing with uh, No Culture and blood moon riot Hell yeah. um and then we're we're going dormant for a couple months todd's getting married next month i'm going to be visiting my mom's family in taiwan um so we're going our next show will, after that will be in december i can't remember the date december 8th at true story brewing in birmingham and that okay. is actually a toys for tots show it is a toy drive for you know kids that mm-hmm. are less affluent and so we'll be bringing toys for that uh but yeah that's going to be a good time so yeah, yeah probably rough. next year we'll be hopefully a lot more active yeah I, we're probably not going to be a type of band that's going to be out touring we probably will be much more of a media-based band okay uh, nothing wrong with that. as yeah. long as the music's yeah. uh you know coming out man that, yeah, so yeah we just want folks to listen to you know our tunes that we're putting out hopefully folks will like it mm-hmm. you know if mm-hmm. success does come and you know somebody wants to have us accommodate us somewhere else you know we'll see what we can do but you know like most people do we got you know family lives and things like that yeah it's kind of hard to get out but uh you know mm-hmm. we're doing our own recording and all that um can't really afford the time to go to the studio but yeah, yeah. 
That's understandable. I was yep, about to... but we will. I, I, yeah, go I ahead. think it's turned out great without us having to go to the studio. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I love going really to the studio. It's it's a fun. I love going to the studio. It's like a months long party to me. But you know, just the nature of you know, even my personal life, I just got a lot of responsibilities. I can't really afford a lot of time. So you know, I can we can record with our own equipment, and uh, you know, we can work on it at home. Uh, editing, we're doing our own mixing and mastering. Well, yeah, I mean, the good thing about it is, with that, just let us know. We can and I mean, help with that too. The, the, the good thing about that is, is doing it at home is you can kind of do it on your own time. You know, you yeah, can, and, you can really get down into the nuts and bolts of the of the track itself oh, and yeah. not be paying you know, somebody the, that right, does absolutely. fifty bands a year. So he doesn't really give a shit as long as he's you getting know, paid. I fuck up a lot. I I feel sorry for our, and like I love Eric Waters. He was so patient with me in our past band selling Mary, uh, and you know just not being able to have to waste somebody's time and for me to edit my own mistakes. You know it, right. it's kind of nice to be able to have that convenience. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-oh, sounds out. It helps a lot with sounds out recording uh, vocal stuff. Did you step uh, to be able to uh, hold on? We're not even there. Oh, you guys there? Yeah, yeah we're here. Okay, I'm sorry. That's kind of a right as we record to some degree uh, helps out a lot. Hell yeah! I was about to ask you guys from hearing Mother. I'm very interested in how. Um, I'm very interested in the process of you guys recording from like start of writing a song to the final product, whether it be out of you guys' home studios or like if you guys went third party and went to a different producer or engineer, shout them out. Like, what, what was that process like, especially recording that song, the next EP coming up? I'm very interested in hearing yeah, all that. You know, you know? Yeah. it just yeah. kind of, we just all, each one of us comes up with their own parts. You know, oftentimes I may come up with the riffs and this idea of a song structure. I show it to the guys and they just do their thing. I don't, you know, I don't even have to make too many suggestions. They just do their thing perfectly and execute it very well. Yeah. Uh, but that's, yeah, I mean, we're pretty, we're all DIY. There's nobody else involved with our production or, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from my perspective, like Pete writes the riff typically uh, and uh, he sets the foundation for the music and we come in there and just pretty solid. lay it down. Uh, I mean, that's well, it's a, just a matter of, uh, yeah, a matter of putting in all the uh, right pieces. Um, I, I feel like I try to take the job of grounding everything uh, to a certain point, uh, kind of pulling it a little bit more out, out of the obscurity. Your damn good bottom, my friend. A power oh, bottom. Wow. Power. <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes. We support all of the LGBT community. <laughs> hey, he's got a wonderful girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's yeah. the best bass player I've ever played with. And I'm not just trying to suck call. your balls now, here. Now, here's the, real, brother here. Here, here's the real question for, for the bass player. Do you Uh-oh. use a pick or do you finger? Finger, yeah. finger banger, finger blaster, finger banger, bang bang. Um, <laughs> but you know, uh, you know, Joseph, Joseph has another band, uh, No Culture. They are more of a shoegaze band, and I mean, he's playing bass in that in a totally different style. Mm, so yeah, it, it's really cool to see him like using his skills in a diverse kind of way. He plays with us like in a very different manner than he plays in no culture. And I mean, uh, uh, like I said, he's the best bass player I've ever played with. Hell yeah. Yeah. Same, same. Oh yeah. And it's also nice to have another Asian redneck 
member in the band other than myself. There. Yeah, no, that's pretty dope. Yeah, not a lot of us out there. <laughs> yeah. Especially up here in percentage. Alabama. We're yep. a very diverse right. band. Yeah, hell yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's interesting because it's like the kind of music that's being written. Me as a vocalist, that's it's not the kind of music that I get inspiration from. Uh, in just my personal listening, like the things that make me want to sing is like artists like Lauren Hill and. Uh, Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm, those mm-hmm. are the singers that I have interest in, and it's it's interesting our our writing process. Of, these are not songs that I necessarily would have written myself, but kind of putting the kind of vocals that I hear and I uh, respond to on top of it. I, I mean, I think that's probably partially the reason it's hard to kind of pin it down to what it is because you know it's coming it, from very different places and, and different areas it's just how can we make it all work together interesting way. you know for myself uh coming up with guitar parts i mean i've done 25 years of the same old riffing you know distorted guitars with occasional delayed clean guitars i mean i love that stuff but i just did it so much i just mm-hmm. i lost the ability to be creative with it anymore i think that long break i took for music for about five years and you know, just getting into new stuff like synth wave. Like, I mean, I love synth wave. I do not know how to make synth wave music. Yeah. I am a rock r- guitar riff rock musician. And just to be able to take those elements out of other genres and apply it into how I know to make music. I, I mean, I guess that's how we wind up with the product we have. Hell yeah. And it, give you guys a little back, uh, background. Like Peter and I have been friends 36 years. Oh, wow. Since kindergarten. We've been playing music together since 96. 96, 1996. <laughs> That's uh, before I was born. <laughs> Holy shit. Damn. Yeah, we got, well, we got a baby well maybe leave this part out so people don't think, you know, oh, they're fucking old shit. <laughs> <laughs> what you, what uh, you guys don't know, everyone in that band is 65 plus. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> They get the, the early. They get the early bird uh, specials. I mean, I'm I'm trying to do the math, but I don't even know what what the number is for that. <laughs> I'm fucking gas. What is it? What is it 36. What, what was yeah. it? 36 years. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're we're. we're I mean, but we yeah. look. I mean, we've aged like fine wine. But it ain't sure. clean living either. I yeah. don't know why we. Or pickle. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I'm youngest. I'm the baby, actually. Yeah. Yep. Joseph's. He's he's youngin compared okay. to us. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm. That's how I feel around these, uh, like the the squad over here. The crew is, you know, I'm the OG, triple yeah, OG, I mean, double no, OG. Yeah, he's 58. No, I'm <laughs> not. 58. <laughs> 43 is is old 43. enough. That's where I stop aging. Oh, that ain't, yeah. yeah. He's 43 for the tenth time. Yeah, exactly. Nice. But, uh, he's a couple years older than us. Yeah, I got a. No, no, no. I'll be what is that? It's how, it's all I'll about how you feel, man. 34. In November. Oh, ain't you something? Uh-huh. I'm 26 tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, happy early birthday, young Appreciate it. Appreciate He's going to have his first birthday. sip of beer tomorrow. <laughs> We're going to take him to the strip club. This is, this is indeed. Virginity too? This is, this is indeed his chair. my first party. <laughs> Hell yeah. This is the first party he's ever been to. There's a bunch of fucking sweaty guys in a room. Well, um, well we do want to thank y'all for, uh, you know, calling in uh that is it's it's actually really awesome i'm i'm glad we all got our technical difficulties out of the way because um yeah y'all y'all rock 
um Dang, we love we love the really music um oh yeah we 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 love doing it, and like I said, we'll definitely have y'all on again. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, we can get y'all on the mics instead of over the phone. Um, sure, yeah. I've but, never done a podcast interview. Uh, yeah, that'd be dope. pretty damn fun. Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. Glad to go to New Orleans too. Yeah, oh, yeah. like I said, we're we're he even here, said it right. and uh, <laughs> yeah, and and we yeah we can uh, we can definitely uh, connect because I mean that's not uh, I think that's like a five or six hour drive, something like that. About and, five uh, and a half hours. Yeah, yeah no way. For real? To Birmingham, yeah. yeah. yeah, I, thought oh, like, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like less than four. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, sir. We're neighbors, baby. Yeah, yeah it's, we're it's, neighbors. It's, it's, it's no big, well, like I said, it's it's a nice little area up there, and like definitely check it out. We're going to keep an eye on y'all too, man. And um, like I said, we appreciate y'all coming on. And, um, you know, if there's anything else you want to say before we cut it, man, y'all feel free to do so. Yo. Man, I don't know. <laughs> Just thank you, thank you all very much. This has been great. We appreciate the exposure. I mean, we're just we're just now kind of getting started with. I mean, we're still a pretty new band, but yeah, we we want our music to get out there in the world, and you know, it, well, it's it's good to. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go to the uh, aimless self promotion route. Our uh, website is wisertheMorningStar.com. Uh, check it out. That's where all our shows are. We and Instagram is our best uh, uh, social media handle. At the you moment. can get to the Instagram site, Facebook site, YouTube, all from that website. WiserTheMorningStar.com. Yeah. Wiser got it, got it. Awesome, man. Well, we really appreciate it, guys. And uh, we will uh, definitely have you guys back on um, ASAP. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We really thank you all for taking the time out and, uh, you know, shooting the shit with us and yeah man it is great well we'll be in touch man we'll definitely talk again in the near future oh absolutely absolutely guys but yeah so uh we're gonna go ahead and cut um so you guys have a great night man we really appreciate it again y'all take care and be well So um so yeah that was cool man we um yeah definitely go right into right into things with them go check it out man because wiser the morning star right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah wiser the morning where you can uh, catch their show dates and then you can get on their site and get to the links to like their Instagram and the YouTube and the Facebook and all that I have to admit you guys were on y'all's game tonight with the um, the questions in my opinion because let's go I mean I think that that connection especially in that next segment when mm-hmm. we got the the sound right mm-hmm. they were right, right. on point yeah. and um i like i said i think we made a connection there well um, i mean it's all it, did, man. it also helps that they're they seem very very professional oh yeah, oh, yeah. they yeah. seem of like they're not about no bullshit they're trying to i mean it, it's you know laughing and joking and all you know aside you know they they're not you know we're not having a struggle to get answers out of them i mean as soon well, as I think, we ask a I question think it, they're ready to rock when you when you find the passion within uh the group or the artist the band 
Um, I think they pretty much have their mind made up. That's, you know, that's what they want to do and mm-hmm. that's what they enjoyed. And now to what level they decide to go, that's on, you know, the, to their discretion, but. I say say they I loved how they mentioned that they were they were trying to be a media based band and they had that right. idea from the get go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like trying to trying to have any type of um I say standard, but or goal. Like a limit to okay. reach, I guess. They they already have it, you know. They're just they're just making stuff out of genuicity, I guess, is the yeah, yeah, yeah. word for it. Yeah. And I I think um I think you can tell the the energy that is saved goes into the music yeah. instead of wasting it doing something that you might not and i've heard that over this weekend um somebody mentioned something about actually doing shows is is um strenuous and they'd rather just focus on the music mm-hmm. which is understandable too you know i, I mm-hmm. get that also um i know me and you we've been riddled with just writing music and not um you know performing it mm-hmm. um but I I think it all in all it, it comes down to that energy is is saved just like I said you know and they can focus on their music and I think it really tells a lot about the band when you hear the the music sound like the band's name that's what that's what it mm-hmm. sounds like to me yeah you know um, cool guys man yeah, yeah really cool really they seem nice. really humble they yeah. seem like a well oiled like engine unit if you will and they were all there unit. that was all five of them man yeah really. that's crazy yeah hell yeah uh, four of them and yeah. to and to fit Sorry, all of you. all four yeah all four <laughs> piece to fit well, all of those minds and their chitter chatter and like everybody even the the singer was saying like he he really just kind of waits and like the guys approach him with hey here's what we have at add your addition mm-hmm. to it like the sprinkles on it if you will mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. very awesome seeing four minds very well disciplined to to produce some of the stuff that we've already heard yeah yeah, yeah. And 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 big shout out for letting us uh, get a sneak peek of yeah, this EP. I'll be thank hearing you, that throughout the uh, podcast, just as some nice little morsels. We will definitely mm-hmm. push Wiser the Morning Star. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're great. So yeah. keep yeah. an eye out like for them. Give them a follow. Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of uh, going back to the the first segment. You know, we're gonna go back into um, the scene as stagnant or not, because. Just chatting with those guys, they sound like they can get a show in Birmingham, you know, and I guess to play quality music mm-hmm. just at multiple places in the same place. Now, I've heard it from other bands, you know, you don't want to get saturated, but if that's what you like doing is just performing, you know, just whenever you want. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, they're not, they can't be the only band that's playing now. Yeah. Mm-mm. Right? Of course I mean, not. No, not at I all. I mean, if they got people coming to the shows, they, that means they have people. We're definitely gonna go check them out. Yeah, I definitely want I mean, to go. Hell, out we there. Are Birmingham. To, period. I mean, yeah. hell, you ought to just make the trip. They said they got a show like December eighth. Yeah, up that's, there in that's, Hattiesburg. That's, that's a well, all a Birmingham. Yeah, hop in the hop in the whip and take a ride. Skirt. Yeah, that's definitely gonna happen, man. <laughs> oh, it's it's. I mean, Birmingham Beeham's becoming like a Beeham. Yeah, Birmingham's becoming like a. It's a stop on tour now. Like I think, yeah, bad, I, I think I, on the most recent like handful of Bad Omens tours that just went through, they at least stopped there if not twice once. Dude, uh, yeah, which is crazy. Since we've we've been following some of, of these bands, the yeah, having a feed and stuff on Instagram, man, you're right. They, I mean, they and uh, I tell you another place like Hattiesburg starting to get popping. Uh, mm-hmm. Starkville starting to get something. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. college um, towns. 
Oh, uh, and then yeah. uh, Mobile. I haven't really seen too much of Mobile, surprisingly, but like Pensacola yeah. and all that stuff like but that. But Mobile you know? used to have that venue back in the day. I don't know if they still have it there. I almost want to say it's Brick House, but Brick House is in Homa. I forgot what it was in Mobile. They used to have a place called the Temple, but that might be way. It was actually shaped in like a temple, you know. Well, nice. Uh, I just seen the other day, um, and I've been hearing some buzzing uh, around the Hammond area where I'm at. Uh, the college has like a little arena across the street from the college itself. Nice. They're about to turn that into like a concert venue place. Oh, like the like the UNO. Yeah, they're gonna start playing shows there. It's same thing with uh UL. UL's got the Cajun Dome, and I saw fucking Lamb of God and Megadeth there. So I mean, it's probably not gonna start off super big. It's probably gonna be more. You know, local local guys and like DJs and stuff. I hope so. It it could really turn into something. I want to be in the crevices of these places. Make New Orleans not a day off city. Yeah, we'll see. That, that, we'll see. That, that's what I was going to mention too. You were talking about uh, Birmingham popping off, and a lot of big bands will stop in Birmingham. A lot of bands will stop in Birmingham and totally skip they New will, Orleans. They, oh, yeah. Like New Orleans is like such a huge market, and everybody they'll they'll completely skip well, over it and go straight to Alabama and Florida and uh, hell Mississippi. They man, got a few spots in Mississippi even, they'll hit. I haven't even seen a uh, like a large band um, concert. I I just haven't looked. Yeah, man. I mean, I support you guys for the music y'all do, and I have all my favorites. Um, of course. But I just been on a local grind, man. And, and but no, don't get me wrong, some of those acts that come, you know, headline and and I guess help the show out and if I can blow it out, that's fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of it, man. Yeah, I'm not saying nothing bad about you know acts that aren't local here, because um, shit, we'll go to their local and say, right. you know, um, uh, underground, baby. Mm-hmm. But you're right, though. There's a lot of even even uh, like a local show or like a local tour or something like that. They will skip certain spots. And um, mm-hmm. look, hold on. Actually, a great example. I hate to cut you off, and I'm not talking bad at all. Look at Crowbars' most recent tour, like next tour coming out. They're not hitting New Orleans at all. Now they're hitting like around New Orleans, yeah. obviously. But like, I don't think now maybe they have a one off. But on that flyer, there's not a New Orleans date, at least from what I saw. I know they yeah. got Capra coming to uh, Gaza Gaza. That's this month. Well, I mean, they're, they're it's kind of the band where it's like crowbar crowbar so established they could play a show whenever they feel like in New Orleans at any given moment at any given the day they want the day before, <laughs> and 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 they um so they can play New Orleans whenever they want. So when they go on like these big tours, you know, New Orleans is kind of the last one that you would want to go to because they're like, oh, we we could go to Southport Hall and say, hey we want to play tomorrow and Southport Hall will accommodate um, or anywhere in Louisiana for that matter. Um, but a lot of bands will do either a one-off mm-hmm. hometown show or they'll just skip the hometown completely and just do tours where they don't go as often. Yeah. I, um, I I thought the I Hate God and Goat Horror, I thought that, I thought I didn't know they already had the show that started that tour that they're on now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're playing in Lafayette uh, I, on the 25th. It's a Saturday, September 25th. No, nah, that's like a Tuesday or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a Tuesday because I have yeah. to take off work. Damn, you're going? 
Fuck yeah, I'm going. Fuck yeah, that's damn you going. Please wear the LR. Oh no, I'm gonna get all my fucking local riffs gear, and I'm gonna wear it. They're, they're gonna fucking know my name. I am Dalton. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm glad that we can uh, all come here tonight and make fun of my shades. And um, I wasn't. It was. It was really just like a jealousy thing. Well, I see you found my other uh, stylish ones over there. Yeah, like uh, you know, it's your haters be your motivators, you know. Actually, we, definitely the only reason why we showed up tonight was, Brian, uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but this is actually an intervention. Yeah. Uh, That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> we gotta, <laughs> <laughs> I'm being intervened? You're being intervened. You you have drank entirely too many of those stories. Uh, not sponsored by. Not like say shameless. Not hey, shameless uh, if anybody knows the exact for a starry tell them to hit us up we want to be sponsored half of brian's fridge is, is the mini cans of starry and his mom's sunglasses he's got fucking sugar-free ones like a fucking psychopath y'all can have those back yeah give us <laughs> the shit ones <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh well so we need to wrap this shit up because your boy's got to go to sleep well um i just wanted to say thank you again for you guys you know, intervening me, whatever. I think we had a very good interview. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, aren't? Didn't you say something about what are we doing tomorrow and Saturday? Uh, D underscore Nargoyle. D underscore Nargoyle. <laughs> um, Saturday, there's a show. I just don't remember. Wasted what? show. Fucking yeah, wasted, wasted, wasted baby. Yeah, so we're gonna go see Wasted Saturday, Friday. I'm gonna. Uh, sleep. <laughs> I'm gonna sleep and uh, uh, you know, rest up because that fucking wasted show is gonna really take it out of you. You know, I'm stoked to see tonight. And, and see, I've never seen wasted. Y'all have seen them like what? Four Two, times. Oh already? God, I, I I've been I've been four times. I've been in the wasted click since pre-pandemic. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah sounding that, sounding's gonna be fucking killer. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. there, in Siberia, it's going to be explosive. Yeah, so we're going to go to that um, tomorrow. Yeah, phala- or, or that's on Saturday. Saturday. Tonight's the Lacerations opening up the show. Um, Jeremy, y'all don't miss it. I'm what, fucking what, stoked. What I didn't hear. Tonight's a six ten show at Siberia. Well, it's really yeah. funny that we're telling people that's to go a, to a show. That oh we're telling God. people and to that, go to a show. I may want to. Podcast is going to come out after Isn't the bag, show. Bag's going to be there too. Right? That's tonight. Yeah, that's so fucking sick. Hey, Brian. Yes, sir. You know, you know, I just realized with my big boy brain, you know, we're pumping up a show. Yeah, greed worm. We're, we're pumping a show that when people hear the podcast will have happened three days earlier. Hey, you know what? Hey, <laughs> hey, look, 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 look. look hey. We're just pumping shows just so y'all can catch up and have to stay caught up with this because we always promote the best shows around you. Exactly. There well, you go. Boom. Yeah. Uh, if y'all st- uh, catching it, hey, check out the Greed Worm. If you don't catch the show because it's on a pre-recorded recording, you can follow Greed Worm, Bag, and Six Ten Split. Mm-hmm. They fucking will melt your brain, Mortal Combat uh, style. Finish him! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but now we want to uh, thank y'all again. Uh, thanks to Wiser the Morning Star. Uh, they really yeah, professional thank y'all. guys. Um, check out them on all their plugs. Uh, Instagram, they said especially. Um, mm-hmm. 
we want a big shout out to all the supporters out there people that's uh you know this just been here with us from uh day one uh all the bands oh, yeah uh graham but all, all, i'm i'm glad we did this i'm glad we started this this summer was great mm-hmm. um now we're gonna be hitting the road next week in florida um like i said we'll be shooting a podcast from down there and um we will uh, talk to you soon. Uh, this has been uh, Local Rips. Peace. The sun